When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Hey! 35! This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. I got China Dow sitting here, the one Viper who got her ass kicked on the show last night. We got a good topic today coming up. Everybody knows that I've been talking about how the government's putting out propaganda and stuff like that and we better watch our asses. Well, we're going to be talking about our rights under the attack of our government and the top 10 abuses of power since 9-11. And then we're going to move into a majority of church-going Catholics, a pro-abortion politician shouldn't receive communion. And then finally, we're going to talk about the hardcore whistleblower, Edward Snowden, which I really love this guy. This dude, he just broke open everything that this government is doing. How are you doing, China Dow? Morning. Happy hump day. You loser. You're a loser. I beat your ass last night. Nah. You, you vipers have no chance against Hollywood. In your own mind, I'm sorry, but vipers rule. We win. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got Sergeant Grinch in there, and he going to tell well, you. Well, he's lesb- a traitor. Lesbians rule. Sergeant Grinch is a traitor. <laughs> Plain and simple. We win. You lose. <laughs> just face it. Just, just, just face it. So you know what? Uh, start out. I got a very interesting uh, question. Yeah. Kind of freaked me out a little bit. What's that? Yeah, uh, that's what you brought to me. Oh, that I brought to. Yeah. Yes. Give me a little rundown on that, and I'll try to answer it. Yeah, I got a very interesting question, and it was through uh, Instagram, because I guess I, you know, they. Follow me just as much as you in the Instagram. I'm not too good on Instagram. No, you suck at Instagram. You're good at posting, but that's about it that when is. it comes to Instagram. But I got a I message. didn't know you can get messages on Instagram. You know that? I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now you now you know. But, yeah, I was messaged by a young, young man. We'll just say that. Uh, wanting to have a conversation with you, claiming he's tried to message you a few times through Instagram. And I said, well, there's your first problem. <laughs> he he does not respond to messages on Instagram because, yeah, he just does postings there. So, um, as you obviously noticed this morning, I got your email so he can contact you directly tried giving him the studio number i did but he refuses to call but he wants to know exactly how to go about 
becoming a 1% club member. Mm-hmm. And he's very young. I tried talking to him saying that I already know what he's going to tell you, that you're not to do it, do a riding club, you know. And he's like, but I really, I, I, I like, I'm listening to what you're saying, but I really want a man's opinion. All right. So just because I. There you go. So, you know, even though I've lived with it all these years, my opinion in that case does not matter. Well, I guess he's <laughs> around our son's age, which is way too young to even think about joining a regular motorcycle club. A riding club would be a good start. Uh, you know, if he's going to get a Harley, go to Harley Owners Group or something. Hang around. Uh, I don't recommend, and this is my personal opinion, it's a man's game when it comes to uh, MCs. And he's just not a man right now. His balls probably has been even dropped with how young he is. Uh, yeah, he yeah he is definitely our son's age. Um, he I felt like I was talking to a little kid, but he he's very gung ho. He says it's in his blood. It's the way he lives. Mm. He, you know, at the and and he says that he is being drawn to it. Being drawn. Supposedly, to it. according to his messages. His father had a lot to do with clubs, but his mother will not give him any information on that. So I'm assuming the father's not in the picture or mm. what he didn't go into detail. Right. But he said he feels like it's in his blood and he's being drawn to 1%. Well, you know what it is? It, it's with the damn TV shows. These kids start watching that. They think it's reality. It's not reality. It's actually very hard work. Uh, it's a, it is a complete lifestyle where the club is mostly your deal. And with somebody who's so young, you know, you haven't even probably uh, pulled your pecker out and put it into a honey. And you might be having kids and stuff like that. Uh, you know, there's a hard balance between what you think it is and what it really is you know i made you know huge mistakes with uh my son that's in the joint right now uh you're talking about in the blood you know he was a banger he still is a banger uh i don't think he's ever gonna get out even though he was sentenced to 30 years in uh prison but it's in his now he's in a prison gang he's with the Northsiders. And it's just uh, a sad state of affairs, you know, but he grew up with that stuff. It wasn't he was interested in it. He grew up in that life. Right, and as far as just from the little bit that we messaged, it was maybe about 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Because by the time he was done messaging me, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And he's... It's he just it's not like he he's not around it all the time. He's just interested. He didn't grow up with it. He's interested. Mm -hmm. But he feels drawn to it. And I'm just like, child, please don't tell me he's been watching the stupid TV shows. No, he's been watching you. 
Oh, it's even worse. Don't you know what? You're not even <laughs> supposed to be watching me unless you're 30 years older. <laughs> 21 and over. No, 30 years and over, man, because I get too messed up. You know that is one of the downs of YouTube and all the social media is kids do start watching uh, people like me, and I don't recommend it. I, you know what? I actually think the opposite. I, I don't think they should be watching me. They shouldn't be listening to me. They shouldn't be taking my advice, or they shouldn't be listening to my opinions because then I feel responsible for. You know, something like this, where he goes out and he wants to get in the club. Next thing you know, uh, his life's fucking miserable or something. If something happens, and then it's all on my me. Well, he's been a diehard watcher mm. of your YouTube shows, plus our YouTube shows from when we started. For He's been watching you for over a year and a half, I guess. Mm. And... He's watched every episode well, you know, that I'm we ha- put out there. I'm happy that the kids are uh, watching or listening. Uh, I guess, you know, again, I don't really like the ideal of somebody that young watching me. And to think that I'd be putting some ideals in his head, uh, that would really crush me and shit like that. Uh, but that's why I always put out the disclaimer, don't listen to me unless you're 30 or over. Well, I even told him that our son would even tell you that you're making a dumb move. You know, what I would suggest if he wants in-depth information is to get the latest book. You know, read through that. Uh, Yeah, I didn't put hardcore everything into it. I just put examples into it. Uh, But it's a difficult life. And it's something you got to put a lot of effort into and a lot of dedication and somebody that you, nobody's gonna take him until he's twenty one anyway. Yeah, he knows that. You know, he knows that. He made sure that he told me that mm. he knows he has to be twenty one to join. Yeah, because you know nobody's gonna take you. And that he's young. he's not quite eighteen. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe he's just wide eye or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, over the. You know, hopefully, next couple of years, he hopefully. loses interest. And hopefully he listens to the fact that I just sent him his, the email before we came on and told him to get in touch right away. Mm-hmm. Because the sooner you could, I don't know, lecture him, <laughs> the better. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's one of them young and dumb. Well, you know what? It, guys, even freaking older guys are idiots. When it comes to this type of stuff, I just did, uh, you know, a thing on DC Eagles. They're 99 percenters. And you got creators out there talking about 99, 1%. They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. And you got people that listen to this shit. You know, people that don't even know about NCOM. How the hell you don't know about NCOM, I don't know. But that's the kind of shit people are watching, have no experience whatsoever in that kind of shit. You know, the MC stuff is broken down by geography, locality, uh, all that kind of stuff. So when you start talking about it in a one, how can I say it, Uh, a one type of, and you try to put it in a melting pot, you're fucking everybody up. You know, because, you know, when they're talking about, well, the one or the one percenters, dude, the DC Eagles will fuck you up. 
they will fuck you up in a heartbeat, dude. And he's down in Texas, so he really didn't. And you know I, what? I you really to, don't want to get in the stuff in Texas right now. I I tried to get out of him what club he was interested in. Well, and, there's a couple one percenters down and there now. He he wouldn't say, but he's refusing to do a riding club by where he lives because he says they're all Leo clubs. Well, you know, I, w- I wouldn't recommend joining a Leo type of deal. He says but there's he a lot feel... down there. There's Harley Owners Group. There's A-Bait. Uh, you know, there's the Christian Motorcycle. All that is good stuff. Uh, but MCing down in Texas right now, that's stupid. If you ask me, you know, you got a lot of shit going down there, like profiling. Uh, there's a big uh, to-do down there where people are getting shot at. This ain't a, it, it's not a boy's game. It's actually a man's game. And uh, a lot of the stuff that you see on the internet, people won't tell you, is a street game. If you're not good at the streets, man, you're going to get fucking hurt. And that's just being honest. Uh, I don't like talking about this stuff anymore because on YouTube I usually like talking about history, cases, events that have happened. Because uh, I know giving advice, you're giving advice to people that have no fucking ideal. Mm-hmm. And the best way for them to do it is to actually go up to a club. Not watch something on the fucking internet. Right. Because it ain't going to help you one fucking bit. Well, Gio made a good point. He just said he's, uh, since he's not quite 18, he's just looking for a pack to belong to, mm-hmm. which I agree. And to me, from the messages that I received, it sounds like there is no father figure. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what he's well, trying to Well, see, that's the find. problem. You know what? Uh, that's what the problem is with gangs. You know, when I had it, I had a drunk as a father. The neighborhood I was in the neighborhood took care of me that's why i ended up at banging and stuff like that you know you remember when uh how young i was when i started up the franken park crew mm-hmm. the one that's one of the hardest cores till the day that's probably what he's doing is looking for a pack but you don't want to look for that kind of pack you know every day every night i kick myself in the balls for not being able to get him out of that shit right but I knew once you're in, you're in. There's nothing I can do. So for a kid to start talking about an MC like that so young, you know, maybe he's just starstruck. But at the same point, the social media don't help where you got people on there talking shit. Right. That's basically what's happening. You know, I can look at that them creators or the supposed clubs, you know, you got one that's fucking claiming one that started out as a fucking cop club, for Christ's sakes. You know, they bang on Iron Order and stuff as a cop club. It's like, dude, you uh, do you guys even know what the fuck you're doing out there? And to give advice and stuff, that's stuff I don't like doing anymore. I actually went to Black Dragon last night because I've been getting this fucking email over and over and over again about this kid wanting me to do a deal on what I thought about cop clubs that turn into regular clubs. To me, they're always fucking going to be a cop club. You know, they use the internet, uh, the recruit and stuff like that, and it's not the real deal. So, 
I don't want to get into that on my show, though, because I, I find it counterproductive to what I'm trying to do. And that is to educate people on the history of the scene. Once you know the history of the scene, a lot of these other questions that they have should be answered. Again, you have guys that were saying, well, 99% this, 99% that. And when I would go and ask them, okay, do you know the history, the actual history of the 99%er? Well, uh, no, I just heard it from this and that. Well, you heard fucking wrong, because that 99%er deal started in 1963 right here in Chicago. And like I said, you got some of these one percenter or so-called one percenters, I call them, all over social media talking bullshit about 99s, and the DC Eagles would just wipe your ass off on the street. You know, there's other hardcore 99 percenters out there as well. Very true. So it's like, you know what, people, get some education but get that education from the clubs themselves. That shit ain't entertainment when you're starting to talk MC stuff. That stuff is real life. Mm. It ain't the fucking internet. Well, here's something you can relate to. Geo said, whatever neighborhood you live in is where you is basically whatever you become in Chicago. You're goddamn right it is. And then Fox says she says, or he's trying to just fit in with what's popular. Hopefully he's not being bullied. You know, yeah, a lot I of that can be led to this stuff. It was only a 30-minute conversation, he's, so I can't give you much more than what I already have about the kid. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, he did give me his email address, so hopefully you'll well, keep that's your fine, eye, but eye out for that email address. Hopefully you ain't being bullied, because that can lead you in uh, getting into a gang, too. Right. Uh, you know, I've seen that happen all the fucking time, but uh, Gia was right. The neighborhood I was in was all freaking royals, and that's the way it is. You know, that's how you went. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no joke back then. That sure the hell ain't no joke back now. But a lot of kids join the gangs because they do want to be a part of something. They're getting bullied or they, you know, watch all these idiots from the neighborhood driving these freaking, uh, you know, $100,000 fucking cars around flashing their shit. Which, by the way, they wonder why they end up in fucking prison, these idiots. But uh, they look at the gangster life like it's a way out of the, you know, way to get out of poverty, and it really isn't. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, and joining an MC because you're starstruck or something ain't the right reasons. So I guess it comes down to, guys, is the education. Because I really don't put out what I really think most of the time on YouTube about some of this other shit. Right. Uh, because I kind of find it a joke. So you want a you want a good laugh? Yes. You want to make fun of someone this morning? Yes. Okay. I always do. You I make fun of you every day. I know, but you ready for this? Hmm. Okay, this is funny. Noel D. Do you think Sons of Anarchy is completely false? Well, you know what? It was. He says he thinks some of it is pretty close. As far as. No, I don't. No. 
You can't go around and kill an ATF agent without the fucking ATF all over your ass. You can't go out there and you know what? In all honesty, the character Jax Teller was a serial killer. You're going to have fucking cops all over you. The feds will be in there in a heartbeat. You're not going to get away with what that TV show portrayed. I mean, it's a good show, but... It's it's, a show. It's not accurate. You know, some say it was based on the Hells Angels. And some Hells Angels were in there. Sonny Barger and stuff like that. They're earning their fucking money. But if you would go up to them and ask them, is this a good representation of what your club's about, they look at you cross-eyed. You know, you had one scene where the bounty hunters got a hold of Tig and they put a freaking tow truck in the freaking wall. You don't think the cops are going to be there? You don't think charges are going to fucking fly? No, that's not reality. No, the Mayans are not reality. Now, is there cross-border drugs and shit coming over with cartels? Yes. But it's only minimal, people. The whole fucking club ain't doing that stuff. So, if you're looking at a TV show like that, as you believe some is reality, you gotta check reality. Because it really isn't. You know, I know people that can't even pay $100 in dues a month for a club. How are you going to think that they're out there being a freaking gangster? I can't see that. If you're ha- And I'm talking it's 90% of the freaking club that's having a hard time paying dues. Dues are definitely not cheap. No, they're not. No. So if they're having a hard time paying them, how the hell are you going to even believe what... The government's saying about clubs being gangsters this or motorcycle gangs that. When most of them can't freaking, they don't have a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one debate that's been going on since that show. And you would figure that since it went off air in 2014, yeah, I know it has replays and stuff. That kind of shit would die down. The problem, again, is people watch this shit and they don't know their head from their ass. They don't know that it's entertainment. Same thing with me, guys. This shit's entertainment, man. Don't ever take anything I say as gospel. The only way you're going to find out is go out there and do it. The Sons of Anarchy, the Mayans, nothing's close. Nothing is close that I believe anyway. Now the brotherhood that they shared might have been close. Until you've seen that one scene where because what's his name was fucking uh, Luann and she got killed, dude turned on him in a heartbeat. That happens in clubs where you got dudes that are walking around tough guys shit like that but when the hammer drops and the piper calls next thing you know they're on that fucking phone ratting 
That happens. Yes. But some of the gangster shit, that stuff didn't even go on in the gang scene. Yeah, you might have people shooting each other up in Chicago. But that don't even go on on the gang scene, man. What else we got in there? Katie Bug. What's up, Katie Bug? The Sons of Anarchy besides the killing. How is it related? Sorry, have to ask. What do you mean? I don't know. That's just what she Read put. it again. She says the SOA besides the killing. How is it related? Sorry, have to ask. Well, you know... Like I said, the partying that happens, uh, the brotherhood, the actual, you know, there's scenes in there where the whole club goes to Gemma's house, they have dinners. That's basically what you're going to see in an MC. That kind of tightness. Now, when it was in the first, when the Devil's Tribe patched over to the SOA, the ATF agent was sitting outside. They lit that clubhouse up with bullets. You don't think uh, ATF or DEA or FBI is going to be on a scene like that? They sh- they opened up and shot that shit up. You're going to have cops from 12 counties coming in on something like that. The only thing that I seen that was kind of real in that was the brotherhood they showed each other. Only thing. What else? Uh-huh. Fox says, okay, to be specific, Sons of Anarchy was not based on the Hell's Angels. Sutter said it is fictional, but he got inspiration from the Hell's Angels. But you know what? The reason why he got inspiration from the Angels is because the Angels are one of the clubs that actually use media to their advantage. The problem is media really turned it like a, a 360 and targeted them, basically, if you ask me. The Angels were trying to put out a good image, and the media just turned it around and made it like the modern-day uh, you know, cowboys and outlaws of the Wild West. That's what they did. So, of course, you know, if you walk outside with a patch on, the and it don't matter whose club you are, or if you're a hardcore one percenter club, the general public's going to say Hell's Angels. And with Kurt Sutter, at least he admitted it was entertainment, but the damage that he did to the lifestyle is unimaginable because before that all the popular biker shows were based on motorcycles you know you had the biker build off you had Jesse uh, James out there but when that show came on and put the clubs out in a spotlight like that that was false that's when all the problems uh, happened you actually have more clubs now per city than you ever would have had back when I started up. Go ahead. I got a good one. What's up? Ozzy. Ozzy Osbourne, is he related to him? I don't know. Speaking of Sons of Anarchy, what's your thoughts on guys wearing SOA cuts? 
we have had to educate a few we bumped into in the UK. SOA cuts, I think that's the most ridiculous thing around. You know, if you're sporting a t-shirt or something and, sh- you know, because you like the fucking show, that's one thing. I mean, we both, we both, but if be you- honest, we both have Sons of Anarchy shirts. Because I bought them. <laughs> I bought them. Hollywood did not. I bought them. But you cut the sleeves off, you wear it when you work in the yard. <laughs> yeah. But the actual patches, that's a whole different ball game. I remember, you know, chiding my little brother. I, like, got out on his ass. I was like, what the fuck you doing wearing Black Label Society bullshit? That's an, that's an intentional deal to try to make it look like you're in a fucking club. But wearing a Sons of Anarchy patch, that's ridiculous, man. That's going to get your ass hurt. Katie Bug? Mm-hmm. She uh, explained a little bit more on why she asked. Okay. Someone that she knows is in a one percenter club, and they say it's friendly family club. That's why she asked. Well, friendly family club, uh, they're usually not using designations like 99 or 1 percent. Or, you know what, there's so many designations now, two percenters, this and that. It's like, what the fuck, man, make up your mind. Uh, but friendly family clubs, uh, there's a lot of them out there. A lot of them are tough, but the main focus is on charity rides and shit like that. You know, it's not the... They don't live it every day is the basically how I can say it. They don't live it every day. You know, when you're in a, you know, a major club or if you're in a real tight-knit club... You live it every day. You look forward to guys coming over, working on the bikes and sitting and bullshit and drinking beer, uh, going and riding hard and partying on the weekends and stuff like that. You know, that's a major difference. Uh, but, you know, riding club is when you just want to get uh, going on a ride and bullshit like that. We'll take more questions right after this break and we'll get into... Uh, the major subjects in a little bit.
than just one type of music. World-class rock. It's like Captain Crunch, Honeycomb, and Raisin Bran. All in one bowl. Part of this nutritious breakfast. <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. Oh, yeah, we're back, and boy, did this show take a turn, man. <laughs> See what happens when you ask me a question about that kind of stuff, uh, China Dow? Sorry, but I, you know, I had to. It had to. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow's Rockin' with Hollywood will be tonight instead of tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I got some uh, business to uh, attend to tomorrow. So again, uh, Rockin' with Hollywood will be tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, let's talk about dedication. And what I was originally going to cover on this show, I'll cover tonight. And the replays of this show will be on the Motorcycle Madhouse uh, podcast platforms, iTunes, all that shit. Because it's mostly biker related. (coughs) Excuse me. Dedication. Especially if you're in a larger club. Might be a lot different than a smaller club. And this is basically talking to the kid now. Where he says he wants to be in a one percenter club or official support club, whatever it is. Dedication is where the club comes first. You know, you might have birthdays, you might have a holiday. But if you have club events, you go to the club stuff. Now that's one thing that always killed you. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Uh, club events, usually I, I really didn't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, like holiday events, I went. The holiday events, you went. Yeah, and, but and, when we, and we brought, and for one of them, we, we had the kids. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Corey wasn't even one yet. Right. But, but uh, there's events within your family that you might miss. Yes. Oh, I missed a lot. You missed a, you missed a lot. You missed everything. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I was basically raising the kids alone. That's how it felt. Because you weren't home. (laughs) You were gone. Because you were doing your events instead of our events. Mm. But. The weekends are usually full. Yes. Because everybody works during the week and stuff like that. But that's the kind of dedication to your club you have to have. You got to make the sacrifices. But it ain't bad, on the other hand, is because the clubs are usually around your whole family. Yeah, that's that's a plus. That is a plus. You always have somebody there if you need something. Like, the women are real tight with the other women. Yes. Uh, even though they're freaking gossiping vipers. Yes. Uh, they are close to each other. And boy, do we talk about crap when y'all are <laughs> around. It's like worse. Well, it's like you need a support system. 100%, yes. Because the support system's going to help you not give the men headaches. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because we, ta- we, we sit there and vent with each other, mm-hmm. you know, the wives or girlfriends or whatever. And then it's uh, less stress on y'all when you get back home. Exactly. Because we've already vented, so there's no point of rehashing. So the kid that asked this question, and you know what? 
I it might be easier when they're in their twenties, younger, and stuff like that because they don't have a lot of re- well, they shouldn't have a lot of responsibility. I did because I had all the kids because I couldn't keep my pecker out of holes. Yeah, you have that issue. I have an issue with that, and everybody knows I have an issue with pulling out. It's like, oops, you know, that has to be my favorite uh, word back then. Uh, But it usually is easier when you're in your 20s. Now, as you get older and stuff like that, uh, you step back and look at it like, damn, man, uh, this is uh, getting up there. You know, and I'm talking about the older guys where you got uh, 50 and above. Mm-hmm. because they just want to get the Harleys and go out there and get a cut. That's why there's so many fucking clubs nowadays, is because of them type of people. But they don't understand what the patch is supposed to mean to even them. Right. So it's a little harder uh, there. But, yeah, if you're with, uh, he's talking, what, a per, uh, 1% club? The young kid? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you better have a lot of fucking money, too. Because it costs a lot of money to travel. It costs a lot. You know what? I would venture to say anywhere with all the events, all the nationwide runs with a bigger 1%er club, uh, your dues, you're looking anywhere between uh, six and $1,200 a month during summertime. Something like that. That's about how much it is, so you you know. But that's the dedication you got to put forward, and you got to know that it's a fucking expensive proposition. That ain't even including the parties and stuff. That ten twenty dollars a party, you know, starts uh, adding up each weekend, uh, not including your drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it is it, it's an expensive proposition when you get into that bigger stuff. And that's why I say, you know, a young kid like him, you know, my kid's age, God, uh, that's why I've taken up this whole show on this because I kind of feel responsible that he's been watching me and... Yeah, he like die hard for a year and a half. Yeah, he's been watching me for so long that I think I had to talk about it for the whole entire show almost. Mm-hmm. Because what do you, you know, if you're, that's the problem with the kids. They look at the internet, they look at TV, like these, everybody on it is some kind of celebrity. That's why I hate getting uh, fangirled all the time. It's like, dude, I'm just a regular fucking guy on a radio station. Yeah, ain't nothing special about you. No, nothing. There's no. nothing special about me whatsoever. No, you think there is sometimes, but you know, no. That only comes to when it's me and you, you know, you're the lower end, I'm the high end, you know, I'm the king, you're the lower queen. A lower queen, not even the queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. But we're just regular fucking people, man. No, you know, no. I'm not rich, I'm no, not no. any of that. Now, see, I'm the opposite. If I, I don't get fangirled, so I would freaking love it. Yeah, I know you would, because you're an attention <laughs> whore. Yep. You know, when you guys were all walking up, uh, uh, what is it, uh, at that Thane Sunday, everybody was coming around me, hey, Hollywood, all that shit. Yeah, and I was approached by, like, three people. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my God, is is, is your husband here? Yeah, you hate that, don't fuck? you? And yeah, you're my co-host. I'm like, yeah, he is, but uh, you're already talking to me, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> That was bullshit. It is. It happens. It does. Because we, I mean, we want our separate directions. Well, so. yes, of course. Because we, 
it's not just because we're out and about in public doesn't mean we're like right by each other. That's, yeah, I don't want to like be bugged. We, we never are really. It happens. When we're in public, we're at two opposite ends of the spectrum out there. We mm. we do our own thing. Well, what the kid has to understand is this is a job for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be one way on the radio and stuff like that, but I'm totally different in my private life. Well... To some point. When it comes to you, I'm the same. <laughs> I was going to say, when it comes to the bedroom, what you say here is what is what is. Right. It happens. Yeah. You know, but I have the old school attitude, and that's the thing that the kid has to understand. There's an attitude that you have to have. Well, there is that. Now that you brought that up, it brings back one of the comments that he said while we were talking that he has the biker attitude and mentality. That it was along with uh, he feels it's in his blood. Mm-hmm. So, what's the biker mentality? I don't know. In, in his opinion, I have no idea. You know, the biker mentality can be broken up into different type of cultures. You know, where you know people think that um, uh, how can I say it? I'm vile. Well, that's because they don't understand the time period I came from. Where the newer guys aren't like that. They're not vile. They don't have uh, the gumption, if you will, that we used to have. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's not. And yeah, it's a big difference compared to back in the 90s. Just saying. Where back then, it was say your mind, say your piece. And you didn't give a shit who you offended. I still don't. No, you don't. You are not PC. Hell no. You don't but care. But there are a lot of people that are. You know, I always talked about it when I used to post uh, the broads. Mm-hmm. And people would come back and say, well, I got my wife. I ain't going to do it. Dude, I'd stick my dick in that in a heartbeat if I had a chance. Yeah, you would. But at least I'm honest about it. And then you'd say, whoops. Oops. <laughs> Your pull-out method is terrible. You on the pill, by the way, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) After the fact. Right. Uh, But now you have guys that don't think that way. And, hey, you know, good for you. That's all I can say on that. Good for you. Uh, But, no, damn it, kid. Stay away from it. Don't listen to my dumb ass. Don't listen to well, anybody I he, else. I hope he listens to your dumb ass as far as stay away from it. Well, yeah, stay away from it, but don't listen to my dumb ass on everything else. So I'm assuming, you know, in my opinion, you need to, like, really read thoroughly when he emails you. And Well, it's hard to catch the emails, okay? I get so many each day. I know, but I, I told you which one to look for, so I personally feel... Well, you, you got access to, to the account. You look at it and uh, let me I, know. Well, I... Yeah, but... Is that the same account, the one I have access to? Yeah. Oh, well, hey. But I'm not... No. I'm not going to respond to your email. I need a secretary. Well, That's what a woman's supposed to be. Hire, a secretary. I don't get paid enough for that. Sorry. <laughs> I would need some sexual favors for that. Why is everything turned to sex with you vipers? <laughs> what? And you guys think we're vile? No, I'm bad. I'm bad. I don't think you're vile. I'm used to you. <laughs> so why does it have to come down to sex all the time? 
Well, if you're not going to pay me in cash for being your secretary, I got to get payment somehow. What, am I a whore? Yes. No, I'm not, thank you. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I might be a man-hoe, but, you know. <laughs> you got to put up or shut up. <laughs> One more song, and I'm going to come back and close it out. song for the broken hearted A silent prayer for baby parted And I ain't gonna be just a face in the crowd You're gonna hear my voice when I shout it out loud It's my
Listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right on your smartphone by downloading the Xena app from Apple and Google Play Store. Add Motorcycle Madhouse Radio to your favorites and rock on all day long. Okay, it was decided last night we were getting a ton of emails from the members for the Throttle Club. We're going to be riding the scenic route at the uh, Rumble in the Woods. I'll have a map of the ride that we will be taking that day. So, yeah, a ton of people wanted to do that one instead. Yeah, scenic route overrode the Chicago tour. No, not the Chicago tour. What are you talking about? We're taking the scenic ride, I know, not the Chicago I said one. The sh- you confuse people. I said the scenic route overrode, meaning one. Mm. The vote. Right. Well, why didn't you Chicago. just say that, you fucking idiot? I did, you fucking idiot. I said the scenic route overrode the Chicago tour. So what's this? We the the Vipers want you to have your own show. My sister posted that in Discord. I think we should have China Doll have her own show. All about complain about Hollywood. You think you could actually do your own show I've by tri- yourself? I've tried. I'm a chicken shit. Why are you a chicken shit? Well, why do you think I stopped doing standalone videos? Topics. I mean, unless I sit here and complain about you for an hour. Well, why don't you make it where guys are gay or something like that? I don't know. Guys are assholes, something. That'd be a good show. You guys got a lot of topics for that. I'm sure your vipers could help you out. Well, yeah, I'm sure. You know, I could throw you on uh, Sunday nights before the lives for YouTube. You can lead into us. Maybe. We'll think about it. What do you guys think? You need. Uh, you think China Dow needs her own show? You know what? If they wanted to do their own show, all they had to do is grab a microphone, do an MP3, send me the MP3, and I can play them on the radio. Yes, this is very true. You know, Donna's sex toy closet. <laughs> Donna would have a lot to talk about. Hell yeah. You know, bring on guests like you, Shocker. You know, Shocker, man, she, she you know what? She, everybody chasing that tail, man. Yeah, but her version is she'd rather be fishing. Right. That's yeah. what she always says when you bring up sex to her. She goes, I'd rather be fishing. She must not be getting any either. Probably not. I know a lot of freaking uh, listeners out there want to, you know, nail that tail. Yeah, me too, because <laughs> I get messaged about it all the time. All the time. So what do you think? Should uh, Donna do the sex closet? I think that'd be highly entertaining. I think she should. Just bust out her toys and be like, and this model. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, the price of fucking right? <laughs> no, she needs to explain it and how well it's used and all its famous uses and you know then maybe we can have oh wait i know we can have there's this there's this really good friend that has whips we can get her (laughs) see i think that'd be a good show (laughs) i'm just saying like i say all they need is a microphone and audio and i can remix it and put it on for them (laughs) i think so you should do it do it donna record yourself and we're talking about you too what no, I thought you were talking about Donna and her toy closet. Well, yeah, her and whoever else wants to do something. I think that'd be fun. You know, I got to fill up the radio program with some shit anyway. 
Do it. So if you guys want your own show, all you have to do is get a microphone. If you want to play music on your show, go ahead and play it. Uh, Audacity is a good mixer. It's real easy to use. And all you do is send Hollywood in the email, your MP3, and I play it at the designated showtime. There you go. Do it. Somebody do it. So Rockin' with Hollywood's going to be tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you want to hear a replay of this show, go on Motorcycle Madhouse Podcast. You can hear it on all the major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, the whole nine yards. I'm going to go work out because the last two days this damn fire fucked me up. I hate when it screws with my routine, man. Sergeant Grinch, I think, has flipped sides. What do you mean? He says, vipers are not entertaining unless they're naked. I love it. God, what happened to lesbians rule? I love it. With Uh, that, I'll talk to you guys tonight. Bye, guys.